Welcome to the Wellness Marketer Podcast, a show dedicated to helping wellness professionals grow their business with easy and effective digital marketing strategies. I'm your host, Katie Costa, and I'm a nutritional scientist, entrepreneur, and digital marketing professional. And bringing business and science together is kind of my jam. Tune in for interviews with the industry's best, inspirational stories, and everything marketing. Thanks for joining me today. And this is the Wellness Marketer Podcast. Hey guys, welcome back to the Wellness Marketer Podcast. Thanks so much for pushing play today. I'm here with Brittany and a brand ambassador from Practice Better, and we are so excited to chat with you all about business systems, feeling like an expert, and basically how to run your business like a boss online. So hey, Brittany, thanks so much for being here. Hey, Katie, thanks for having me. I'm so excited to chat with you today. Thank you. Us too. So I'm going to start this off super simple. Um, Why don't you introduce yourself to my audience? Because I know you have a pretty cool background. Um, Let us know how you got involved with Practice Better and a little bit about Practice Better in your own words. For sure. Yeah. So my name is Brittany Andrish and I'm actually a uh, business success coach with Practice Better, but former to that prior to ever um, being affiliated with a company in this way. I use practice better. So I'm a certified holistic nutritionist myself. And I was looking for a way to run my business virtually. I wanted to be completely online and have that freedom of time location. It's really important to me. So needed a solution, came across practice better and just fell in love with it. When the opportunity came up for me to join the company, it was something that I just couldn't say no to. So I did a big career swap and yeah, haven't looked back since. It's just been an awesome journey working with the company. Amazing. I had no idea. Well, I mean, I obviously knew that you were a licensed or registered nutritionist. Um, so are you doing this like full time? I'm like, this is like your whole thing. Yeah. So I balance a little bit of both. My uh, career in holistic nutrition has shifted a little bit from being more client facing to stuff behind the scenes. So more freelance writing opportunities and kind of getting the word out there about what I specialize in, which is sleep wellness. And then dedicating more of my day-to-day kind of nine to five life to practice better. And it's just, it's a really nice kind of balance between the two. And I get to work with um, people like you, Katie, and other partners in our community, just to kind of really educate on different business topics and how to use practice better in your own kind of business. So it's a really nice kind of marriage between the two. Absolutely. So for those of um, my audience who don't know much about Practice Better, um, give us like the elevator pitch. What is Practice Better? So Practice Better is a software. It's an online kind of platform for health and wellness professionals. So you could be kind of anyone within that space. And it allows you to do basically everything that you need to do with your business. So things like booking, scheduling, invoicing, actually meeting with your clients, coming up with lots of content to support and guide them. Everything's in one place from kind of one login that you're logging in on a web browser. So you could be across the world, you could be at home on your laptop and you can access everything with your business. So an all-in-one place for people to run their businesses for health and wellness professionals. So cool. And I like nerd out over this stuff. Obviously, you guys know I love Practice Better. I've chatted about them a ton before. And 
They are the guys that I recommend inside of Holistic Marketing Academy when it comes to organizing your business and getting that shit done because honestly systems like are just so important like everyone wants a business everyone wants to market online but it's not as easy as many online influencers make it seem and like business softwares like this and just systems are like part of the reason why I am sane and why I even have like a functioning business so I would love to just like chat a little bit more about like, why is it so important to use business systems like this, whether we're talking about practice better or something else? Because there's lots of them out there, guys. So um, yeah, business systems in general, something to manage your practice is so important. But let's talk about why that's important. Yeah, a few things definitely come to mind when we talk about the benefits of this. First and foremost is client experience. I don't think this is an area that can be overlooked because clients really pick up on your energy. So if you're feeling frantic and disorganized in your business, I really believe that that's just going to come across to your clients and they're going to pick up on those inconsistencies, right? So if you're scrambling to like last minute schedule something and you forget to send a form and then your timeline's thrown off, like they will pick up on those things. So, you know, you could be in my mind, the most knowledgeable health and wellness professional on the planet. But if you don't have a streamlined workflow, when it comes to working with your clients, their experience is going to suffer. And why that's so important in my eyes is that a great experience lends itself to better client outcomes, which is probably everyone's goal when they get into this industry, but also word of mouth marketing. Like that is so imperative for the growth and success of your business. Referrals are huge in this business. So first and foremost, client experience, it might not be like the obvious when we think about systems in a business, but it is just like such a integral part of all of this. Absolutely. And like, I'm going to actually like backpedal here to one of the first things that you said around systems. You said about the energy, what were we talking about? We're talking about just really think clients pick up on that, you know, that disorganized frantic state that you can be in that the disorganized frantic state. Yeah. So good. Because so I also like wanted to like hit this from like another side of like, so on one hand, like, yes, your clients can and will like pick up on that and it's going to affect their experience. And on the other side, like we know we're our own worst critics and like we tend to like be more aware of the things happening in our business than our clients. So if it's at the point where your clients notice like double booking things, not getting forms, right? Like those experiential things that it's noticeable, how how you are going to feel is going to be tenfold because like you are so much more aware and that like chaotic energy, like just outside of like making sales and like whatnot, like that just does not feel good. It feels so shitty to like feel behind, especially like when people are paying you, like, I don't know about you, but for me anyways, especially around my clients, like when I feel frantic and stuff, it's just like one of the worst feelings in the world, like as a business owner, like trying to provide like a premium service to people. So I just wanted to hit that. It's not only about your clients, it's about you. Like you don't want to feel like shit and wake up feeling stressed like every day because you don't have a way to organize your thoughts. Yeah. And I think that's where imposter syndrome can really start to sink in because you're questioning yourself. Like, do I have what it takes? Like, why do I feel so chaotic? feel like I'm running around like a chicken with its head cut off. Like you just can't get ahead of yourself. And it's really hard to then focus on the next step, the next step for 
growth and for, you know, elevating your business when you can't catch up with yourself. So that's just like the first big thing that stands out to me when you're thinking about implementing systems into your business. And then the other thing that's so key in this is just less time on logistics and admin in that day-to-day busy work. That's going to give you more face-to-face time with your clients. If that's what lights you up and that's why you're in this is to, you know, see those better health outcomes and more time to actually expand your knowledge. Because if you're not learning in this industry, you're falling behind. That's just the, you know, painful truth that it's a very fast evolving industry with the research and everything that is constantly coming out. So cut out all the busy work, leave that to a system that is intuitive and knows how to do it for you and focus on the clients and you know, that knowledge basis, that's going to make you feel like an expert. Totally. And like those tasks are such a waste of time. Like, honestly, like just to rip the bandaid off guys, like if you are still booking people in manually in 2021, if your clients are emailing you to find an appointment, that is a problem. Like, and I'm usually not this bold, but I'm feeling spicy today. And like, like that is just like a straight up an issue that you should just not be doing that. Like it's a waste of your time. It's a waste of your client's time. It's poor client experience. I don't know. I don't even know. I just started tangenting on that. It's so true. It's so true. Yeah, it is. It is. Thank you. And Um, if you're spending time on these kinds of things and you're not realizing it, one thing that I want to just like sneak in here while I am thinking of it, mm -hmm. keep a time journal, like keep Mm -hmm. a time journal to time block your day as you're going through. And you will realize like, you think it's an innocent email that you're just sending off to a client. It takes you 30 seconds to send, you know, uh, when are you free kind of idea, wait for a response. That one appointment that you're trying to book can take you like 10 to 15 minutes when you start to add up all those individual emails back and forth. So if not really more, think about it, I think you're if not more, generous. that's, that's on the like very modest side of it. Yeah, for yeah. sure. You're totally being generous there, but you're, yeah, you're totally right. And I think a lot of the um, resistance. Cause most of the, like most of the resistance that I hear anyways is around cost. And yeah. like, especially for a new business owner, um, especially people who like are, you know, all in new business owners, like not side hustle, like there's no like mm-hmm. other money coming in, then it can be really hard to look at an expensive piece of software that you're getting by without and, and justify that expense. And, you know, someone like myself who I realize I'm, you know, a couple years down the line, like I look at those things with a completely different mindset now, but if you're someone who, you know, is saying like looking at a software like this and, you know, the reason you're not doing it is because it's 50 bucks a month or a hundred bucks a month. Right. And I'm like almost laughing. And it's like, I, I don't mean to like, it is a lot of, that is a lot of money for a lot of people. But the fact is, is how much time that that's going to save you and how much money, like this is ultimately opportunity cost is what we're talking about, um, where you're spending your time doing something else. And then therefore, but that time is wasted because it could have been automated or it could have been delegated. And then you're missing out on the opportunity to use that time to do something that makes you money. So even though like it might be 50, a hundred, $200 a month for a business software like this, like Brittany said, keep a time journal. If you're someone who is like, I can't do this because of cost, keep a time journal, 
see how much time you're actually spending on these things and then compare that to the price. Because when you compare 10 hours, 15 hours, 20 hours a month of your time to 50 bucks or a hundred bucks a month at like the most premium level of these softwares, like it's a no brainer. And that's what the disconnect is, I think for a lot of people. And it's a perspective shift. Yes. But like, it's, it's just, it's that important. And it's also not that big of a deal on the other hand, like the 50 or a hundred bucks, like you're worth it. Your time's worth it. Your clients are worth it. Like this is the thing to invest in, in your business, even in the beginning stages. It's so true. I feel like I have the perfect way to exemplify everything that Katie just said. When I was first starting out, wanted to do my first group program because I was like, yeah, I want to work with more people at once, have that scalability. You know, I was thinking in the right kind of train of thoughts, but what did I do? I tried to learn how to like build a membership site on my WordPress site, build out all the tech myself because I'm looking to like keep things minimal with costs. I put in honestly like weeks of 14 hour days trying to figure out tech. I'm not, that's not my expertise. And when I actually launched this program and was going to market it and everything, everything else fell short because I was so burnt out and I was so over it from trying to like learn how to build out tech. Like I had no business in doing that. And it's laughable for me now when I see these systems that make it so easy and so intuitive, you just don't have to like mess around with that kind of thing anymore. Absolutely. And I know it's hard when you're, especially if you're not in the point of paying yourself, like it might be hard to say, okay, yeah, but like it's 10 hours of my time, but I'm not actually paying myself like for those 10 hours. Like if you're in those really grinding stages, like just think about what could you do with that time? Like taking that time back, right? Like how many 14 hour days, Brittany, could you have, you know, then, or you could have spent those 14 hour days promoting your group program, right? Like using that excited, excited energy that you have to talk about it and get people excited as well. But it was burnt basically doing things that you could have paid 50 bucks for. (laughs) Totally. Totally. And, and so, yeah, it's that exchange of your time, right? So it's not that you're just getting free time to go sit on your couch and watch Netflix. Like you're going to use that time in your business to come up with content, to market, to actually be face-to-face with a client, even if it's virtual, right. To actually be putting more money into your business pockets. So Yeah. It's just one of those things where you really have to weigh it out and maybe ask yourself, like, what is it when you're out and about? Maybe it's like at the mall, you're buying yourself a new shirt and you're like 50 bucks. Like, that's fine. You know, it's all about that perspective shift and where actually you're going to see the value come back from that. So definitely I agree with you on all of that. I love, there's actually a question that I haven't done like an actual poster podcast on this, but like it needs its own feature. I don't know where it came across it. I feel like it was on someone else's social media. So I'm in no way taking credit for this, but I saw this post or it was actually Rachel and Dave Hollis. I think heartbroken. I was going to say RIP. Not quite yet. (laughs) Yeah. Pop culture would have said RIP, but then I was like, they did not die. Just the marriage died. But anyways, I was watching one of their live streams like years ago and Rachel had said like, they do this game with each other that when someone says something outlandish, right? Like, oh, I have this dream. I want to do this, right? Like I want to start the business. I want to do whatever. Um, I'd love to go to Hawaii, right? The other person would go, no BS. What would it take? And then that was like the start of a game where it was like, almost like, you know, the game odds when you say to someone like odds and then they have to pick. Yeah. 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 (laughs) 
<laughs> so it's yeah, the same yeah. kind of thing, but no BS, what would it take? And then, so if someone asks you that, then the other person has to come back and give them an answer of what would it actually take to do that thing. So when people come to me and say, oh, I want to leave like my full-time job or I want to work for myself full-time and I'm like, hey, no BS, what would it take? And they have to come up with the weight, like what would it take to do that? Same kind of thing with like shifting the perspective around like shopping or whatnot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like um, it's not quite the same, but like on that same line of like no BS, if what would it take for you to invest in that thing? And if it means not buying the $50 shirt, like next time you go out or not going out to the restaurant or not ordering pizza or shocker, canceling your Netflix. Like there's other shit that we pay for that we just assume is like, oh, we have to like pay for this. Like, because you've always had it or like, it's just part of your life or it's something you do for fun. And it's like, you can, you can change your life at any time. One. And yeah, two, anything you're spending money on, you're choosing to spend money on it because you're showing, you're choosing it's a priority. And of course I'm not talking about like basic human needs here. Yeah. Yeah. Things like Netflix. It's like, mm-hmm. well, yeah. Can you live without it for two months while you get your business off the ground or three, six months? Like you probably can. You probably know someone who would lend you your login. Not me. Don't ask for mine guys. But like, <laughs> No, it's so true. And I think the same applies for time, right? Like I've seen this viral post going around on social media where it's like justifying 60 minutes of sitting and watching Netflix. We're really bashing Netflix right now, but sitting and watching 60 minutes of Netflix or spending 60 minutes on a workout. Now I don't work out for 60 minutes. I'm more of like a 20 to 30 minute girl, but you see what I'm saying in that, how do we like shift the, the perspective to see the value in your time or your money um, when it comes to your business? So really do an audit on, you know, keep that time journal and also review even your personal expenses and what is it going to take basically to, you know, maybe start small, but it's going to grow and you're going to see dividends and kind of returns come from these types of um, investments in your business. Exactly. And I know like going like way back here, but like back to the client experience, like I truly think investing in client experience, like is one of the best things to invest in. Um, Something that a lot of people don't actually know about marketing is that it includes the delivery of your product. So marketing your business goes right. And like the whole journey of, of you selling to and working with you, all of that is marketing, right? Because it's like interaction with your brand and stuff. So like Brittany mentioned, like referrals are huge in the nutrition business. So like, there's just so many reasons why you'd want to invest in client experience, but I just wanted to bring it back to like reinforce that that is one of the first places that you should be investing in because it has so much potential to create momentum for you through that referral and through that word of mouth, not because people are paying you for the fancy bells and whistles, but because when things feel professional, right. And we get like a good, especially when we get a good deal on like a really great service, we just love to tell people about it. Like that's the nature of word of mouth marketing. That's why it's a thing. And so if you're someone who doesn't have a lot of money and you're starting out your business, really like a system like this and whether or not your system does include client experience or not, but whatever way that you're currently working with clients, if you can elevate that client experience in some way, that is going to be, yeah, just an area that really helps you create that momentum that I was talking about. And like, that's how you get people really excited about your product. And you see that exponential growth is what I was, um, 
what I was yeah. thinking of when I was <laughs> when I was doing this with my hands. You guys obviously can't see me, but Brittany and I are here on Zoom. So <laughs> I'm a very visual speaker. <laughs> yeah, I have to tell you that client experience is like the hill I choose to like die on. It's something that is like such an important core value of mine. And that is partially because for those that you likely don't know, but I spent 12 years in real estate. And so it was all about the client experience. And I was working with people for very long stretches of time where a relationship was like so key to their overall experience. And I knew that if my clients didn't know what to expect because I wasn't educating them on what they should expect, they were creating their own narrative. And then when I didn't deliver in the way that they thought they should, you know, experience something, then they were disappointed. So it's all about consistency and clients knowing what to expect and systems and having automations where things are on that schedule and routine just help to keep things kind of consistent and in a place where clients just know kind of what's coming and what to expect. So there's just so much alleviated from the manual having to remember to do something and the time and energy that takes up in your mind because there's so much we could spend so much time going through and like sending every individual client a reminder of their upcoming session and individually checking in with them but there are systems and ways to do this that don't have to like take up your entire day and your entire mental space so you got to get systems that are actually really intuitive and can just take away that busy work for you and work with your clients to just give them that great experience. Absolutely. And this like leads me into my next question perfectly for you, because we're talking a lot of like big picture right now. Like, yes, these are why systems are important. I hope that you guys are on board at this point. You're like, hell yes. Where do I get myself one of these? And what the hell do I do next? Um, so like, I know the back end of practice better a little bit. I actually have my own account that like, I pretend I'm a nutritionist to help my clients. And I like create videos on the back end for them. Um, but what are the first five things that you would recommend that someone sets up, um, whether it's on practice better, like, or some other business management, like software style thing, but what are the first five things that you would systemize in your business? For sure. So the nice thing about practice better is you can start really basic and then evolve as you feel more comfortable with it. Cause it is a very robust platform, but if we're talking just getting started and you're kind of brand new to the entire concept of systems, the first thing that I would do when it comes to practice better is set up your profile and bio, because this is a great place to provide who you are and what you do frame yourself as that expert, throw in a testimonial or two of clients that you've worked with that have had really great experiences include links to your Instagram, your different social media, because that's social proof. People will want to check you out. If you don't have practice better and you're, you know, you're doing things a different way, use the about me page, maybe on your website or otherwise to um, kind of share that same information. And then number two would be to set up your services. So uh, you get to do this right within practice better, but you want to be able to list your services with the necessary information so that if a client is looking for the first time, they can read and know exactly what you're offering them and what to kind of expect if to make sure that it's a fit for them. Right. Um, so once you have those two things set up, you'll want to make sure that you have a really intuitive calendar and booking system. This is kind of going back to Katie and I's conversation about that back and forth with manually booking, like say goodbye to that, that those days are over. You really don't need to be doing things that inefficiently anymore. So essentially what you get to do is plug in your availability to your calendar, set up what services are available when, 
and then just share the link and clients will be able to book in without having that conversation back and forth. So this is especially important if you are moonlighting or if this is a side hustle for you right now or a part-time thing that you're looking to evolve into a full-time practice because you likely have other commitments and time that people need to like run through. What's moonlighting? Moonlighting. That means like doing things after your nine to five. Oh my gosh. I've never heard of this. Yeah. Yeah. Pause, Brittany guys. I, I'm like, I've never heard of this. And I know there's going to be people who are like, Oh, what is that? Yeah. So cool. Oh my gosh. Okay. Sorry. Carry new on. term, new term. I'm expanding your vocabulary. Yeah it's, yeah. it's for those people that are putting in, um, hours after dark to their, their business essentially. Oh my God, so yeah. Cool. Yeah. Okay. So once you've got that, a calendar set up with your services and your particular, um, you know, availability, uh, cause you'll want to kind of make sure that your personal obligations are not being double booked. Then maybe that's when you're going into things like forms. So sorry, one more question actually here yeah. before we move on from calendar, mm -hmm. just cause I'm curious, does it also integrate like with your Google calendar or something yeah. so that it automatically, mm -hmm. okay. It does that Want to just chat a little bit about that because that's like a saving grace with my booking software. Mm -hmm. And I don't think people know that booking softwares do this. So yeah, that is like a total lifesaver because it again is mitigating that need to like flip back and forth between your personal calendar and your work calendar to make sure that there's nothing conflicting. You can just set it up. So the calendars talk to each other and you don't have to worry about a client accidentally booking in at the same time that you have a doctor's appointment. Like it, it just takes care of all of that headache. So make sure that when you are seeking out a booking or scheduling service that you can integrate your personal calendar with it. So mm -hmm. within practice, better for using that as the example, you can integrate your Google calendar and then, yeah, you don't have to worry about um, yeah. the back and forth. That's dope. And so for people, if you have like never, ever heard about this, just to be super clear what we're talking about, basically when you have a booking platform and in this example, practice better, you set up your availability and then your availability is what your clients see. And that's set up through practice better. But for yourself, you're probably using Google calendar or something else to manage your day. And so if you go ahead and then schedule, you know, pop your, your doctor's appointment, as Brittany was just saying into your calendar, you know, at Thursday at 1 PM, and that's usually in the middle of your availability to see other clients. If you put in that doctor's appointment appointment in your Google calendar, it will automatically block it off in your practice better calendar, even though you didn't put it in your practice better calendar. So that's like actually what's happening. If you're like, if you're new to the world of automation and integration, but it's super cool. And like Brittany said, so helpful for not double, double booking your personal life and your work life. Yeah. It's so key. It's such a, it's like a game changer really. And you'll feel a, a world of difference in your business. If that's like the one thing you take away from today. So Katie Amazing. explained it perfectly. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Yeah. So the fourth thing that I would do, Oh, go ahead. I was, no, I was just summarizing. I was like, so oh. we have profile on bio yes. or about page. We have list your services and then set up the booking and our calendar and like availability. Exactly. Yeah. So those are kind of the basics that you need to actually get started. So people can see when you're available, see what you offer and book in with you. Uh, mm -hmm. The next thing that's as a health and wellness professional, probably everybody to some capacity is using forms. So whether it's an intake form or a check-in form, something of that nature. And this is where uh, a lot of inefficiency can be introduced into your business. There's a lot of headaches surrounding not only the creation and sending of forms to your clients, but then the clients like 
having to open a PDF that's fillable and maybe they don't have like the right software on their computer and then they have to print and manually fill out, scan back email, like just saying that is a mouthful. It's super cumbersome. So figuring out a way that you can really streamline this and again, going to plug practice better because we have the ability to create forms completely custom to what kind of information you want to collect. People can fill it out right from their phone. They can fill it out from their computer and there's no like downloading, printing, filling out, sending back business involved in that. So it just actually gets forms back. Uh, Cause that's like one of the things, right? You have this initial consultation coming up. You want to have a couple of days to review the forms and your client's not getting back to you. And then you're now like, do I need to move this appointment? So this just kind of helps alleviate all those headaches surrounding forms. I'm sure all of those listening have had an instance where they're like nodding along being like, yes, because it's just such a pain point for practitioners. Absolutely. So good. Okay. So that was number four. So what is our last one? Number five. So number five is kind of kicking it up a notch. This is where, you know, things got, get a little bit more fancy and that's introducing automations into your business. So on top of, you know, having the, um, service set set up and the forms created and everything, you can introduce automation so that you don't have to manually be sending these things out. And when I say manually, I mean, going into your email, attaching a file, sending it off to your client, even if it's within practice better, you can set it up so that as soon as a client books in with you, practice better knows that they're going to need to send this form. Um, in relation to that, you can even set it up so that they can't even book without filling out the form. So there's all these automations that you can introduce that are again, just going to help take away that day-to-day busy work. That's just a total time and energy suck in your business. Totally. I love talking about automations. Um, so I'd actually love to chat about this a little bit more of just in your experience around business automations, like what are some of the most useful things that nutritionists or other health pros can do on the, like actually like working with client side? Cause obviously I'm the expert in all those things on the marketing and sales side. Um, but yeah, I would love to hear your input on automation on the other on the other end after you made the sale. Yeah, for sure. So um, I mentioned kind of sending forms automatically. So people often tie forms to like the intake form and the check-in forms, but you can get really creative with how you're using them. So one of the things that I love, and this again is kind of tying back to client experience is sending a feedback form. So you can set up an automation. So at the end of a package or, um, you know, your, your sessions working with your clients, Practice Better will automatically send them a feedback survey where you're getting their feedback on how they enjoyed working with you. So you have that feedback to apply into your business. You get feedback on their own personal um, achievements working with you. So did they meet their health goals? And then also collecting a testimonial, which is just that really, really key social proof that's going to help you market your business. So you just get so much from collecting feedback from from your clients. So that's one kind of client-facing automation that I think everybody should have in their practice. It's really scary sometimes to collect feedback, but I mean, if you're not actually manually sending it, then you don't have to like have that like tightness in your chest every time you're like asking for feedback because practice better is doing it for you. So that would be one of the first ones for sure that I would suggest people implement into their business. Awesome. I love that. Um, Cause one of the other reasons why, as I was just like thinking here and listening to you is that like to bring this back full circle of like, you know, how does this like come back to business systems and all the things, right? Like 
really using automation, using automations, using business system, these systems, blah, I'm losing my words. This is like the fifth thing I'm filming today. <laughs> um, but these are all ways that we end up just feeling better in our business and feeling like a boss. Like you have it together. Like, you know, where things are, you go to sleep at night, knowing that you have feedback forms going out. You have reminder emails to your clients that are automatically going out. You have four, like all of these things that are happening for you. And it's not because like, we don't talk about these things just as a selling feature, right? Like to sell marketing or to like sell software. Like these are the things that actually make you feel good in your business. Like feeling like, not like you have it all together because I don't think anyone ever feels that way, but you know, just actually feeling like you're on top of things and feeling like you can do this and treating yourself like a serious business owner, like, you know, and doing the things like a real business owner would. And I have air quotes around that for those of you who can't see. Um, but yeah, cause really like mindset is everything. We were talking about energy earlier in the call, like this, you know, they, both play off of each other. But like when you feel like a legit business owner, when you treat your business that way and you truly feel it, like that does come across in your marketing and it comes across in your interactions with people. And it's just going to overall elevate your whole experience of like being a business owner because it's not easy and it can actually be really fucking hard a lot of the time. So these are one of the ways that you can make it easier on yourself. Um, but it's also just, it's so worth it. And just like your feeling, cause we didn't start a business, you know, to like be stressed out all the time and just run around like a chicken with our heads cut off because yeah, we have like a mile long to-do list. So that's just like what I wanted to share with you guys and bring it back. I don't know, Brittany, do you have anything to add to that? Yeah, I want to um, kind of wrap this all up for people that maybe this concept is brand new and they're feeling totally overwhelmed because they've been, you know, doing their business in a completely different manual way. There's questions that you can kind of take some time to reflect on and ask yourself if you're thinking maybe you need to introduce systems into your business. So ask yourself questions like, where are you feeling friction in your business? Like, where do you have these tasks in your business that just feel like, there's tension with, you know, doing it in general. You just like avoid it. You, you don't want to do it. That can be a really good indicator that you need to automate or systemize something. Um, you know, ask yourself where you really enjoy showing up in your business. Take a look at that time journal. If you've kept that and see what's taking up too much of your time, even if you do enjoy it, you shouldn't be taking up too much of your time, you know, on these little admin day-to-day -day tasks. So again, if this is new to you and a concept that you're wanting to explore further, but you really don't know where to start, maybe start with reflecting on those questions for your own personal business. Cause it'll look a little bit different for everybody. And then you'll start to kind of see trends and patterns of what areas of your business might uh, require some systems to be introduced. Totally. Thank you so much for all of those actionable steps. It's like totally on brand for the wellness marketer <laughs> podcast to be left with those steps. So I hope you guys, you know, either had a pen and paper handy, or, you know, you can always come back and revisit this because those are some seriously, they're not even big questions, but the answers that you will get from those questions will help you really make big changes in your business and big results. I was gonna say massive results come from massive change and massive action. So 
I love that. Thank you so much for providing all of that. So I guess my last question for you today, Brittany, is what's your best piece of advice for any new or aspiring nutritionists? Um, yeah. What would you let them know? Yeah, I would say don't shy away from outsourcing. Don't have this like thought that you have to reach this elusive threshold of success to begin to, you know, automate or look at outsourcing or those types of things in your business. Even if you're just starting out, if you're not an expert in something, somebody else is an expert in that thing. And they're going to help free up your time to dedicate to other aspects of your business and uh, maybe even do it better than you. Like when it comes to things like bookkeeping or taxes or marketing, like that's Katie's thing. She can do it probably better than I ever could. So don't shy away from considering those right from the start. Oh, I love that. I don't think anyone's ever said that. Yeah. Like what's the delegate or automate version, like delegate and automate ASAP basically. Yeah, like, exactly. Oh my gosh. And like, I just need to like riff here for a second about the hiring thing. Cause that's like so key. Like one, if you can't afford to hire a person, hire a software, because that's like the idea is like getting more support in your business and like wherever there's friction. Yeah. If you can't delegate it, like there's probably something that you can use to make it easier. That would be more affordable than hiring someone. We know that's not cheap, but also just so people know, I hired my first assistant when I was a full-time student running my business as a side hustle. And I, that's literally what helped me get my business off the ground. And same thing when I was like at my full-time job, I was at my full-time job and I actually was paying, like had someone working almost full-time in my business when I was just moonlighting as we call it. <laughs> but like, there is no threshold. And that like is so powerful for actually getting you to the level that you want to be at because getting to the level you want to be at you're probably not doing yourself not doing it all yourself and how you get there is by not doing it all yourself so that you can like grow into that so i just wanted to share that's not like britney's got some real fucking solid advice here guys like do not be afraid to hire out or to automate investing in your business like that is the way that i went and it worked out. And so many people say the same thing about hiring and delegating that it's like, you think it's at a certain level, but it's actually the thing that gets you to the level. Yeah. It's all about, um, kind of jumping before you feel like you're ready. Um, and you're going to have to do a lot of that in many different capacities in your business. So get used to it basically and start right off the beginning. But similar, like I was, I was pretty busted when I started, like I was working a full-time job. I had, I had no clients even, but I was like, if I want to be at a place where I have all these clients, I want the systems in place now so that when I do have them, I'm ready. So just yeah. think about it from that perspective too. Absolutely. Show up as the person you want to be, not the person. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Well, with that, thank you so much, Brittany, for coming on and sharing your knowledge. Um, I know that the people are going to get a ton of value out of this episode. Is um, there any last words that you wanted to leave everyone with? I think we covered it all. Thank you so much for having me on. It's been so fun. Thank you so much for pushing play today. Your support truly means the world to me. If you liked today's episode, subscribe, send it to a friend, or share it on social media. While you're there, you can find me at The Wellness Marketer on Instagram, Facebook, and Pinterest. 
although Instagram is my vice of choice. I'm your host, Katie Costa, and thanks again for supporting the TWM podcast. Until next time. Bye.